0: Welcome to the Golden Hour. I am Golden Duffy, your host, and this is also the Manifest to Live Life Golden podcast. The cool thing about listening on the podcast is that you guys are now going to get this a couple of days before YouTube or the TV show, the E360 achieve tv site and i've decided to do it this way to give myself a little bit of a break from what i've been doing which is driving two or three shows a week which is a lot so i'm taking a little time to be a little more creative these days and i'm writing a new book i'm actually writing a book on spirituality and manifesting that i'm really excited about i kind of have this like creative juice flowing right now so i want to capture that But I also want to bring you a really quality show that is something that you can really grab and grasp. And today we are talking about finding your spiritual footing amongst the chaos, right? There's a lot of chaos going on if you pay any attention to the world, which I do not. So I don't really know totally what's going on other than like what sweeps across my feed, which is not a lot. I've really done a good job. Of tuning and training my frequency and my focus but sometimes stuff comes across my awareness and what do we do with it what do you do when things of like that chaotic nature and of feeling unsafe or things that activate fear within you what do you do with that because what you do with that determines what you're going to experience next so if you're tuning into a bunch of news or you're reading the newspaper or your social media feed is a lot about the bad stuff going on in the world, you are going to train your frequency and your focus to that. So I'm going to share a little later in the show something that went on this past weekend for us. I have a kitty meowing at my door. Let me just let her in. (laughs) That had to do with training our focus and looking at things and going, okay, why did that manifest? Why did that come to us, you know? We're living this really high vibrational life, and yet we are living amongst these humans that can cause drama and situations that, you know, we need to experience. So this was really cool. I put this necklace on today. I actually just got this. It's a hawk. I got it from Experience Divine Vibes, which is like my favorite store. My daughter actually works there. It's in Laguna Beach, California. If you get a chance, go and check out Leanne's store. She is Amazing. And she does energy sessions. So I did an energy release session with her, which is where she does massage. She finds the energy in your body, and then you actually say things to get rid of stuck energy in your body. So it was super cool. And I bought this necklace afterwards because I just feel so drawn to the hawk. And this conversation today is a lot about the bird's eye perspective. That's what the hawk means. The hawk means that you're in a higher perspective and you can see things from a different vantage point. When you can see things from higher states of consciousness, when you can see things from a higher perspective, you're going to treat life differently and you're going to feel differently about life. So in that I put this necklace on and I was thinking about doing the show and sharing why I'm wearing this necklace and where it came from. Um, I literally heard a hawk screaming outside. So I always have, we have these hawks around here. And if you've ever seen hawks, sorry, my light is really bright. If you've ever seen hawks like screaming, it's because they're usually being chased by crows, like crows will, they're, um, you know, territorial and crows will try to take out the hawks. Um, And they're usually protecting their nest. So we have some really big palm trees across the way and the hawks kind of fly back and forth. And a lot of times they're screaming. So as I was thinking about it, law of attraction and action, I'm thinking about my beautiful new necklace and I hear a hawk screaming and I'm like, that's just confirmation, you know, that we are on this planet in a co-creative partnership. And That's a lot of what I'm going to share today. I had a question in one of my Facebook groups, and I wanted to address that from the beginning so that I don't forget, but also so that you understand where I'm coming from with spirituality and with religion, and a little bit about my story and my past about what has made me come to the belief systems that I now live that are so much more empowering than what I was gaining before. But it was all a process. I had to go through all of those things to be in a church and to be religious and to feel these feelings, but I also had to look at my belief systems and the way they felt. And something felt off when I was in the Catholic Church, and I'll explain to you what that is. And the fact that you could still be in a religion that doesn't totally align with your new belief systems, but if you love it and it's feeding you and you really reap the benefits of it, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just making these clear conscious decisions for yourself that are not being driven by automatic programmings or something someone else is telling you that doesn't feel right. So I looked up the definition of religion and spirituality, which I found very interesting. First, we'll take religion. The definition of religion, of course, you guys know I Google stuff and I shared on a show a little while ago that to me, when you Google something, it's in alignment. And if it feels right when you receive it, then it's right for you. Religion is the belief or worship of a superhuman power or powers through God or gods. So it is a belief or a worship in an outside situation, a God or gods. Spirituality, I found very interesting, is relating to or affecting the human's spirit or soul opposed to material things. I found that really interesting because that's a lot of the issues when people start to believe that they need to take on a spiritual life. They need to deny all material possessions. And we've seen it before, right? We've seen it with a lot of mystics and saints that sell everything that they own. They give away their shoes. They give away everything they own. And if you believe that, if you believe that's what it takes to become spiritual, oh, my little, (laughs) how interesting that my little Buddha dude just fell down. Oh my goodness, that was crazy. Okay, Buddha dude, settle. Yeah, because the Buddhists don't believe in materialism, right? So that was kind of very, very interesting. Um, My belief is, You know, when it comes to material possessions or desires or beautiful things or luxury, I believe that we're here to experience all of it. And I believe that our desires are really driven in part of our co-creative process with the universe, God, the partnership. And in that partnership, we get to create, and I believe that we are the expressions of all that is, that we are the expressions of God, universe, source, that is being lived through us, that we are able to create in the physical, and that is something that the spiritual really loves to be part of. So I believe in material possessions. I have a good time with them. I love luxury. I love beautiful things. I mean, jewelry and clothes. And I, it's to me, it's a lot of fun. The part that I think was the denial of the material possessions is when it's all about ego or showing off, right? Like you're showing off. You're 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 um, you know you're doing the labels and the name brands. So it's like, ooh, everybody look at me! I'm rich, right? That's where the part or if you're in that material possessions and gaining money and you're not spending any time on your spiritual gifts or talents or paying attention to spirituality, that's when I think, but again, it's part of the process, right? It's the part of that soul's journey on this earth. To experience, there is no mistakes here. We are not in the wrong place ever. It is always about our expansion and growth and the choices that we make in that expansion and growth that really matters. So, when it comes to spirituality and religion, you know, religion is this man made idea that was created with, you know, a bunch of dogma. Dogma is so interesting because it's like once enough people believe it, it becomes truth. So part of the religion thing that I have a hard time sometimes grasping is that a lot of times religions, churches are businesses that are making lots of money and you just don't know what the power play is there. So it's always about the feeling. So for the Catholic Church, for me, it was a beautiful experience. I converted to Catholicism when my girls were young. They're about two and three or three and four. And I went to this Catholic church in Woodbury, Connecticut, St. Teresa's of Avila, and I fell in love. I felt like I was home. Um, The priest was one of the most beautiful men I've ever met. He had been in the priesthood since he was 14, and he taught me the catechism while my girls colored on the floor. I mean, he was so good to us, so good to us. And we became really, really passionate about the Catholic Church and the Catholic beliefs and everything we needed to do to raise our family in Catholicism. It was a beautiful time in our lives. It was a beautiful time in our family's lives. One thing that I love is it gave our daughters a moral code to live by. It helped them to understand right and wrong and not stealing and not lying and all of that. So that was a beautiful thing. Um, I also opened up my channel there and I started doing guided meditations. I was running Bible studies. I was running women's groups. Um, and so that's where I started to really, I would every, um, once a month we would do a nocturnal adoration, which is where they take the host of Christ and put it out in this big thing. And you go and you pray all night and you have an hour. And my hour was always 4am to 5 and it was so peaceful and so quiet. And I would sit there and I would just pour out these beautiful meditations, you know, from Jesus and Mary. And then I would share them. And it was such a beautiful time. The The rituals and the beauty of the Catholic Church is, to me, there's just nothing that compares. It is so rooted in history and And, you know, the religion has gotten some flack and there's been some issues. And the thing about religion is men are involved. I mean, you know, it's like man is involved or people are involved. So it's going to get convoluted sometimes at certain points. So when we decided that we were going to leave the Catholic Church, it was one of the hardest decisions I think we've ever had to make because it was our life, it was our identity, but it stopped making sense. When they had, the prayers that are, you know, I am unworthy to receive you. I just couldn't do it anymore. I didn't want my children growing up believing they were unworthy. I think this unworthiness thing is it's an epidemic and it causes a lot of people to live from lack. So letting that go and stepping more into this law of attraction, I lost my spiritual connection for a little while. I'll be totally honest. I went super science super science. I was studying the science. I was working with the energy field and I didn't know where God was. And I will not say I felt lost at that time. At that time, I felt more found than ever before because it cleared up the fact that God wasn't playing puppet with my life and that life wasn't random, that I could have a say. So I started to feel very empowered and I started seeing things happening in the energy fields that got me really excited. But at some point I started to feel like, where is God in this? Like I was so deeply spiritually connected before, where did that go and how do I get it back? So I got back into my meditation practice. I started connecting with higher fields of consciousness. I started doing energy work with um, a person and I started to reconnect in a very deep and soulful and spiritual way and that got us through a lot of hard times in our life and now as I look at my spiritual my spirituality and where I am spiritually, there is a foundation of faith and trust where you radically accept. Radically accept what's happening and trust that what is happening, there is always good coming. And I'm going to give you some tools of how to get into this radical acceptance and how to create this life that is so filled with your assurance, your knowing where you are walking and living every day in this truth. That's what it is. And it's a connection to the truth of who you really are deep down inside who you really have become deep down inside, knowing that you are part of this stream of consciousness and knowing that everything you do contributes to that stream of consciousness. So all the love, all the light, all the stuff that you put out there, it it conducts in the stream of consciousness. Um, same thing with the gossiping about people the lying, the cheating, the stealing, that's all going into the stream of consciousness too. So I think about that a lot. I actually have a daughter. So I was I was raised kind of in a, um, you know, you kind of do things that aren't necessarily like full of integrity. That was kind of the way I was brought up. And now um, I have a daughter who's really sensitive and very spiritual and she will say things like, Oh, I, you know, I wouldn't do that because, you know, think about that, like think about the integrity of that. And it's really, really helped to shape how I am conducting myself now in really strong integrity and doing the things that I need to do to keep my energy field clear and to not muck it up and confuse it with a lot of, um, a lot of behaviors that don't support that foundation of faith and trust in living so take a look at that take a look at like what you're doing and things that are coming out of your mouth and you know are you you know and and we're all human like we're all going to talk smack on people every once in a while um but it's just knowing like that your energy transmutes that it goes everywhere and that you know it's going out and it's coming back and the whole thing is really important because you know, right down to sending someone worry or sending someone yucky juju or whatever, you know, sending anger, sending resentment, all of those things are transferring. So when you know that, you can be a little cleaner in your conduction and start deciding. So I think I shared last week that I watched the show Stutz. It's a documentary with Jonah Hill and his therapist, and I'm just blown away by it. I really am. I just thought it was so fantastic. And it really sparked this need for me to start sharing a little more about spirituality and what it is to conduct a life experience that is of that higher vibration by bringing in your spiritual gifts, by bringing in spiritual tools, and by taking control over what you have going on inside. All right. So let me see, because I have not looked at my notes. When it comes to religion, this is... This is really important, I think, when it comes to your religion, when it comes to your spirituality, if you are going to a church now and it's not lining up with the new beliefs that you are starting to hold, see if you can go to that church and let that stuff go and just reap the benefits of the rituals or the prayers or just taking that time, right, to be with God. If you're going there and the pastor or the priest is saying something every week that really affects you in a positive way, then I say go for it. It's all based on the way you feel. So if you keep going and you keep not feeling good, I would I would take a break possibly just to formulate – a stronger belief system and then go back and see how it feels and if it feels so often, so out of the field that you're in right now then it's okay to let it go and maybe look for something else you know we have not found a church here in california and we do talk about it from time to time because the biggest thing that we miss is community we miss that sense of community that coming together that singing that peace that prayer all of that we really do miss so That could be something we focus on for now. You know, my meditation time, my journaling time, my time in nature, that right now is my church and that feels good to me. But if that were to, um, if there were something to show up that feels right to us, we would definitely, we would definitely um, entertain it because we do miss that sense of community and love and spirit and being spiritual with people. All right, so... The most important thing is how you feel and getting to those core belief systems about what's coming to you and what you now want to believe instead of just believing something that you've believed just because just because you were taught it when you were little or just because, you know, somebody told you it was so or, um, All of, you know, you're your own autonomous being. So you get to decide what you're going to believe and what you're going to embrace and what you're going to connect with for your whole life. And it changes over time. You know, when we were Catholic, we were super Catholic and didn't really want to hear about anything else. And if something else came up, we'd be like, no, that's unacceptable. So in letting all of that go and opening up our hearts, opening up our minds to information, we realized how shut down we were. And being shut down is not the way to live a higher perspective. It's the way to block yourself from a lot of things that are trying to come to you. So just start considering just start considering like what what would that be like to believe that what would um, you know what would my my life be like if I considered that option or does that make sense to me or how does that make me feel I mean these are all quite good questions to start asking yourself instead of just believing instead of just running on this belief system that's full of programming it's stopping and saying how does that feel to me does that feel right to me does that? Does that rule make sense to me? Does doing this make any sense? Like one of the things that I think is interesting is the Catholic Church in um you know during Lent how they can't eat meat on Fridays and I have a friend who is uh still active in the Catholic Church and she would, you know, not eat meat and I would ask her like why are you doing that? Like do you know why you're doing that? Do you even know why that started? And a lot of it, I believe back then was about the fish companies making more money that they, so you just like, I like to drill down to find out what things are really about and what drives them because sometimes it was a financial gain of somebody else's that drove a rule that has become dogma that has never stopped. Now, if you don't eat meat on Fridays for a different reason and it feels so right to have that Restriction and to have that, you know, guide in your life, then that's awesome. Like you have a spiritual component and a reason for doing that. But if you're just doing it to follow a rule of a church that doesn't really make much sense to you, then what are you doing? You're just running on an automatic program that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Okay. So um, start looking at your beliefs. Start asking yourself, like, what do you really believe? Do you really believe in God? Do you believe in many gods? Do you I got I got accused the other day on Facebook of being a pantheist and I had to look that up. And it was the whole idea of many gods. And uh it was because I had put up this poem about it was about nature and it was about beauty and spirit and God. And I got accused of that, and I was like, I just deleted the comment because I was like, like. Don't try to put me in a box, okay, buddy? Like, you can't put me in a box because if I was to say, if you were to say, if you were to look at all my beliefs, and I can't really say, okay, I'm a universalist or, you know, I'm Presbyterian or I'm Catholic or I'm Protestant. I can't say any of that because it's all morphing and changing so quickly that by taking something on that's going to constrict my experience here, I'm not about it. I'm just not about it. I just would rather be able to make my decisions based on how I feel, how it feels in the moment and what I'm going to entertain next. You know, there's a a whole thing about witchcraft and I was really, really kind of against witchcraft and kind of felt like it was evil and Satan and the whole thing. And my eyes have been opened a little differently as I've been studying alchemy and starting to understand that you know, in our history, witches were burned at the stake for being evil, but it was really because they had, they had potions and they had things that they were alchemizing to help to heal and they weren't part of that pharmaceutical industry. So I'm, I'm opening up my awareness, but also in that I look at what feels comfortable to me and I'm still working in that field because how we feel really matters. So if something comes to me and it feels off, it doesn't feel right. I remember I did this energy. um, It was like a guided meditation thing with this shaman lady this one night and she was walking around. We were all laying on the floor. This was back in Connecticut. And she was walking around with like drums and chimes and the whole thing. And I just remember the whole time I was there, I just felt unsafe. And it could have been that she didn't protect the room. It could have been that she was allowing different energies there, but I know how I feel and I know how the energy felt. And I just kind of kept wrapping myself in light and angels because I didn't feel safe. So remember, that's the most important thing. It's not necessarily you know it's your guts that really matter that gut feeling of does this feel right or does this feel wrong to me and then it's working within that field to really drill down why does this feel wrong to me you know why did the catholic church start feeling off to us there was a lot of reasons one was we stopped get we stopped connecting with people and our church had gone into a high school because they were undergoing um they were undergoing some Remodeling, which was really interesting. So we had lost our connection with people that were there. I started to feel like the people that I was like I was unaligned with the people there, and it just was feeling really off and it was feeling really yucky. So I had to pay attention to that. So I want you to start paying attention. To how do things make you feel? Because that feeling is going to lead you to your spirituality. It's going to lead you to gaining other perspectives that matter to you and not just taking somebody else's advice. Um, So, when it came to the Catholic Church, I was always seeking, always, I was seeking for a long time, I was seeking to feel a different type of empowerment where I didn't feel like God was playing puppet with my life, that I had to beg God or I had to beg Jesus. And I didn't like the separation between me and God, like God's out up here and he's playing puppet and I'm just going to do whatever he brings to me. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do my best to figure it out and I'm going to beg him to make things better. That to me was very disempowering. Now I have gained an empowerment, where I understand that I am part of this expression, that I am part of the co-creative process and what I think and what I feel matters in what is created. And that feels so much more empowering. Now, do things happen to us that we weren't expecting that are not great? Yes. But the way that we manifest with them is we understand, okay, first of all, why did this come to me? Second of all, what's a better way to respond? Those two two questions right there will change everything for you because you can pull yourself away from the perception of the situation. Perceptions, remember, your perceptions are based on your past. You're perceiving life through a past pair of glasses. It's what I've experienced before, how I've been burned before, what people have done to me before. Okay? Those are the, the glasses of perception perspective is that higher perspective it's the hawk's view right it's pulling away from the problem pulling away from the situation and going okay where's the good coming in this because i know there's always good coming i know that good is always manifesting for me i know this is always for my highest and best and then it's it's asking for those considerations that are going to actually activate that in the universe Well, how can we look at this differently? How can we add compassion? How can we send love? That's the tool right there. Asking those questions and then formulating and processing them. Do I have control over how I heal and the energy I create it from? So do I have control over that? Do I have control over my emotions? Do I have control over my judgments, my perceptions, Am I aware that they may not necessarily be driving the life, manifesting the peace, manifesting what I want? So I'm going to share a little personal story. And um, we had a situation recently with our neighbors and we had built an outdoor little patio. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. You can check out my Facebook page, um, Golden Duffy, or my Instagram, Live Life Golden, to see some pictures. They'll be coming really soon and my husband built this pergola and then we just created this incredible space like it's it's a space that we are so excited about like i said to my husband this morning i've never been so excited about a space in my life because it's like us like it is such a collaboration of us and it's um it's a it's a sanctuary for our family so our daughters are down there now they're journaling they're meditating they're out of their rooms they're out in nature Uh, And it's just this beautiful sacred space. So we have these like sheer curtains that close and kind of close it off. And we have a fire pit there and it's just beautiful. And I may, I may start doing some live guided meditations there. So if you're local to Orange County, California, hit me up on Facebook or Instagram or watch those those places because that's where I'm going to announce that I'm going to open up and start doing some live guided meditations because I really feel called to do that. And this space is like perfect. So we create this space and we have neighbors next door that we were friends, we friends with. We've had dinner with them. Um, we have gotten their mail every time they go away. We've trimmed trees for them that they were not a, a fan of. Like we, we've just created kind of peace in the neighborhood where they have not always had peace in the neighborhood. They've actually had a lawsuit with their neighbor on the other side. And, you know, we we were loving and supportive to them when they were going through this really tough time. And, um, you know, they walked into our house with some paperwork the other night and really attacked us for a room and want us to cut inches off of it, which will really mess up the whole square of it. And uh, we did share that it's temporary. We do, we are going to take it with us when we leave. Apparently there's rules that you have to be three feet from your neighbors, right? Three feet from the fence, their fence. And we are like two inches over their fence with the roof of the pergola. Really bothers them, really bothers them a lot. And they turned us in for it. They wanted us to know that they turned us in and they did that before they talked to us. So my husband got really, really triggered, super triggered, super triggered. And it didn't actually end very well. It ended with them kind of running out of our house and, um, you know, wasn't one of our greatest conversations that we've had with people. It wasn't filled with love or compassion. It was more uh, a defense of feeling attacked. So afterwards, my husband and I talked and I said, you know, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with anything you said, even though it was harsh, even though, you know, you you got triggered. Everything you said was of truth. You know, we've done everything to be accommodating to these neighbors. And this. so here we are, you know, these peaceful, loving people. I mean, what you see if you watch us on Facebook or what you hear in my shows is the truth. We live our lives with love. We live our lives with compassion. We don't cause trouble for people. We don't complain. In fact, they have this light, this spotlight that has been shining into our yard for five years, and it's triggered. So every time we go outside to sit in our patio area, this bright spotlight comes on and it'll shut off eventually. But if we get up to go anywhere, it's coming back on again. And lately, it's been really sensitive and kind of shining into my room at night. We've asked, you know, we've talked to them about it and we let it go. We just let it go because we don't want to be those people, you know, we don't be those complaining people. We don't cause a whole bunch of aggravation and annoyance. And they actually took it down the night that that happened. And I thought that was really interesting, really interesting that after all that time that... uh, they didn't really care until they had something that they wanted us to do. So looking at that and going, okay, law of attraction in action, what caused that? What caused that situation to come to us? Now, you could just say it was just a circumstance. You know, we put something up while they were away, which looked suspicious to them, which I was like, it was a total coincidence. We thought we were doing you a favor by you not having to hear hammering while you were away. And there were a couple things that happened in my husband's life that week that caused him to be a little bit angsty about rules, about government, about, you know, things trying to keep him from freedom. So we shared it with each other because I'm like, what was that about? Like, I'm flying around every day. I don't even understand. I've been nothing but love and light to these people. I will get their mail whenever they want. I'll do whatever they need me to do. Like, I'm just so loving and kind, and they just love me like they send me cards all the time and bring me flowers. What happened? (laughs) Right? Like, what happened? Like, when they walked into our house, I was like, what did we do? Like, jokingly. And there was no joking. Like, all the jokes were gone. All the friendship was gone. So I shut down, and this is a trauma response for me, where confrontation makes me lose my voice, and I can't speak, and I can't say the things that are really on my heart. And what I really wanted to say was, you know, you guys are losing perspective of life, of people, of relationships, and of what's really important. That's what I really wanted to say. Now, that's my judgment, right? So my husband and I talked, and they ended up running out of the house. Like, it ended badly. And now we haven't seen them. They're like hiding from us. And we used to bump into them five times a day. Like, it's just weird. And we don't want to live like that. So my husband and I talked and we put ourselves in their shoes, right? Like higher perspective is what were they doing? They thought they were doing something right. They thought that, you know, by following the rules, we live in a society that has, that works better if everybody follows the rules they felt like they were doing the right thing. And, they, and maybe they felt like to get what they wanted, they had to go and report us to the commission, the neighborhood commission. So we started to soften a little bit. And then it was really funny. My husband found a couple of notes in his office from notes that I wrote from another show was about not living in the annoyance of life And it was really cool because I ended up sending him the show that I did. It's back in season one because he said every time he looks over at the neighbors, he gets annoyed and what that's going to do for him and how that's just going to create more things to be annoyed about. So I took... I took Mr. Stutz's advice and I started sending love and I started sending compassion and I started feeling like, wow, these people are really hurt. Like they've literally been bullied by the neighbor next to them. So this maybe made them feel like they were taking a little bit of power back. So we start adding love and compassion. Does that mean we go over there and apologize? It has not because we're not sorry because we don't feel as though we really wronged them by being two inches over their back patio. We just don't mean there's like literally there's plants there. There's like (laughs) vines there. Like it's not affecting their life whatsoever. So we don't feel sorry. What we will say is that, you know, it's unfortunate that we got ourselves in this situation and hopefully there's a way that we can all be happy until we move out. And it was interesting because we've been really great neighbors for five years, and I felt a feeling like they want us to leave now. And that was interesting. Now, radical acceptance and looking at this from higher perspective of what good can come is I always trust when we're meant to leave a home that there's something better coming. So in creating this outdoor space, I start thinking about, okay, the home that we could live in, right? I always watch those home shows. I just love them. Like demo with, or reno with no demo. That's one of my favorites. Um, Help, I messed up my house. I love that one. So we're always watching these like house reno things. And I'm like, oh, this is how I want my whole house to be is like this back room. It's like super boho and rattan and just so cool. So in that, the something new starts formulating and about a couple of months ago we thought we were going to have to leave because we weren't sure that our lease we haven't bought in California uh we really got kind of screwed in that homeowner process and we're still we're still cal- recalibrating from it and houses are just so expensive here that to us that doesn't even make sense so and we like the freedom we're not sure where we want to go next you know like we were here because this is a really family town and we wanted to raise our girls in schools here and now they're out of school so things are changing for us and we're not sure what we're going to do yet So we had made this list when we thought we were going to have to leave. And then our lease got renewed because we do love our home, love our home. We love, but we've created this and we can create it anywhere. So if it's meant to be, I said, all right, I'm going to pull that list back out again and I'm going to post it. And maybe like we pulled away from looking for houses and the houses were crazy, crazy, crazy expensive. Maybe now the market's starting to drop and maybe there is a potential for us to find a place that we love more. Right? Like that's the acceptance piece. That's the faith that's going this all turns to good. Because what happened with our neighbors is a game changer. I'm taking an acting class, and that's what they would call it. It's a game changer. Like it changes the energy of the conversation. It changes the energy of our lives. Because now we walk out our front door and it feels different. We don't feel like, oh, I don't care who we see, right? Like I I love all my neighbors, I say hello, you know. Um, there's been a couple issues in this neighborhood. We have a dog barking across the street. Uh, My daughter got into a fight with that guy. So it's interesting. I'm like, okay, why do we have this energy around us? You know, like we don't, it's almost like, okay, we don't belong. Maybe we don't belong here anymore because our vibrations are raising and our neighbors are not there with us. So, We'll see. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I have no nerves about it. I'm just living in total faith and no fear. And that's what living a spiritual life. That's why I'm sharing this story with you. Because when you can pull yourself away from those perceptions that are being being guided by your past traumas or past stories, and you can reach for higher perspective, you're going to live a much more spiritual life. Because you're not giving into your human experience and those human limitations, right? Where everybody has to be wrong and we're victims, you know, we're victims. We could, I mean, you guys, like, when was this? Was it Friday night? I think it was Friday night. I had a stomachache afterwards because I could not comprehend that people that I thought we were doing right for Created so much like chaos instantly. It was just so interesting to me that people could be that crappy. And again, they're not being crappy, they're just doing, but that was like my first thing. So I got a stomach ache. I was just like, oh God, that just feels so yucky. And that has to do with my past wounds, like confrontations. Um, not being able to speak where people can receive what you're saying, because you all just get on the defense and nothing gets solved. Like, that's not something I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of communication and compassion. And we've worked, oh, my husband and I worked so hard, to have a family where we can communicate and, you know, maybe there's some yelling at first, but for the most part, it's about understanding and love and compassion. And that has created the peace in our family and something we're interested in creating in life in general. So when you have people that come and create, you know, there's chaos is created, right? What are you going to do with it? are you going to continue to drive the chaos? Are you going to continue to drive the energy of not manifesting peace and feeling victimized and all of that? Or are you going to manifest from peace and compassion and love and higher perspective? Okay. Part of living this spiritual life is living in non-resistance. Can I live a non-resistant life? Can stuff like that happen? Can neighbors come over and tell give me some bad news? Because if we have to take that room down, that's going to be bad news because we put a lot of money into it, a lot of time into it, a lot of excitement into it that's going to be bad news. And one of the things that our neighbor said is, can you just cut it back a little bit? Can you cut it back a couple of inches, Well, which will throw the whole square off. And since it's temporary and we want to use it again, it would ruin it. And that's what I said to him. I said, you will ruin the space. It will ruin what we've built. And my husband said, you know, my OCD, it's not going to be straight. I can't live like that. So basically um, it wasn't to the association rules. It was just conceding so that he felt like he had won, right? Like people are people and people are going to be people. And in that respect, the resistance that comes up is this shouldn't have happened. These people are attacking us. We are victims in this. All of that is is not living in spirituality. Spirituality is... I forgive them. I'm still going to send them love. I create this ball of love in my heart and I push it out to their house. I was sitting on the couch and their house was behind me. And I imagine this ball of love just coming over my head. And when I see them, I'm really, really practicing. I saw her through my window today and I really practiced not sending anything, but love and compassion. And it'll be, I'm curious to see if it shifts the energy because they could keep going you know we could get letters we could deal with stuff like they could keep going i don't really know like at this point i don't know the capacity of their their angst or their um their their insistence on making sure that people are living by the rules i'm not sure about that i know how they've conducted in the past with other neighbors so i know yeah i'm like i'm actually kind of surprised we spent 5 years and never have had an issue with these people because they have an issue with a lot of people so in that, right, in that life story, what are we going to do with that? You know, Are we going to be victimized in it? Oh my God, we're a victim like everybody else in the neighborhood. Are we going to go join those neighbors and talk a bunch of smack? In fact, this, I um, committed to not talking about this a lot. In fact, I didn't even tell some of my closest friends because I didn't want to amp this up. But now that I have really because it felt so yucky. It felt so yucky on Friday or Thursday. Maybe it was Thursday. Felt so yucky that I needed time to process it, to create something different with it. And that's why I can talk about it now because of the love and the light that I'm sending and just coming from a place of this is not going to define us. It may define what we do next, but we're going to do it in the most powerful way possible. So are you doing that with your situations? You know, are you, can you utilize the tools that I shared? You know, can I look at this differently? Can I pull back a little bit? Can I stop talking about it? Right. Because if you're talking about it and you're complaining about it, you're creating a bunch of low frequency energy that's going to conduct other things in your life. And that was one of the reasons I said to my husband, I do not. Um, In fact, we didn't tell all of our children about this because we don't want to create that energy in our home. We don't want to and we don't want to conduct from it. Um, When we talk about it now, we talk about the solutions of it and how we want to just create peace, and and hopefully we can do that. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So the radical acceptance is trusting that it's all happening for your good, for your expansion and growth, for your overall greatest potential of living. Faith is living from this foundation. Being spiritual is having that deep connection to your higher consciousness where you are being driven from your intuition, from the truth of who you are, and you're not being pushed and pulled around by others or life, but you're sitting every day, you're spending time in presence, you're spending time in meditation, and you're allowing yourself to connect in that deep, deep way to that higher space, right? Where you get like nothing, there's that... um, In quantum physics, they call it zero state awareness, and you are creating from those moments where there is clarity, where there is intuition, where there is a connection to your spirit, not just your mind, not just that monkey mind, right? We call it the you-know-what committee. I can say that. Shitty committee, right? Um, Stutz refers to it as the X part of your personality, the part of you that doesn't want to grow, the part of you that continues to be a victim, the part of you that tells you that other people are wrong and you should be angry with them because all of your anger, all of your annoyance, all of those things are taking away from your life experience. They are robbing you of a spiritual experience. They are robbing you of a higher vibrational frequency experience. So in that, you know, what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? How do you want to live? How do you want to live your life? Do you want to live it in spirit? Do you want to live it in presence? Do you want to live it in love? So my daughter was going to work today, and uh, she was kind of in a funk. She went away for the weekend with some friends, and she was going back to work today. And she works at Experience Divine Vibes in Laguna Beach. Uh, I believe they have a website, experiencedivinevibes.com. And uh, we have some beautiful stuff from there. In fact, this jacket is from there. It says Radiate Love on it. Check it out. It's just such a cool piece. I just love it. I think it says it on the back too, but it's got a sunshine. Like it's so me. If I was a jacket, this would be it. Um, so she was going to work today. And before she left, I like hooked her up with breakfast and she was just like, Oh, I'm just not feeling today. You know, it's like she had the Mondays and I was like, you know what? You got to just let that go. And I started doing, I was a little bonkers. Sometimes I get a little bonkers. Um, I had a great weekend and I was a little just like, who just buzzing from that. and just so grateful for my life and my family and my husband. And I just started doing like, yes, If you ever, if you've ever gone to a Tony Robbins, he does this crazy thing before he goes on stage where he like psychs himself up and he says, um, move a muscle, change a thought. So he does this whole like, yes, yes, yes. So we started doing that and I literally had the chills and she started doing it and we're like yelling in the house, like shine your light and love everyone and be present. And we were just going crazy and I walked her out to her car and I was dancing in the street and, uh, it felt so good and it shifted her whole experience. And we have the ability to do that for ourselves and for others. Move your body, yell a little bit, um, set a strong intention to be intentional with your energy field and not just pushed and pulled around by every little circumstance that is happening. You have the ability to live strong amounts of joy. You have the ability to live in appreciation and love and gratitude and expression of the God force that is your connection. You have that within you, every single one of us. It's just, are we drawing from that? or are we drawing from the chaos? Where are we drawing our energy fields from? What are we choosing, right? Like if you could picture, you have all these like flowers and in are like beauty and love and grace and compassion. And then over here, you got weeds and they're like, you know, distrust and blame and victimhood. Like where, where are you pulling from? What bouquets are you creating in your life? What kind of energy are you driving? Because you are the driving force of all of it. You are the one who conducts. You are the one. Your responses are what is creating the next moment. Okay, so what connects you? What connects you? What spiritually connects you? Is it nature? Is it meditation? Is it, you know, sitting in quiet music? Is it a bath? Is it? Is it creating? Is it being creative? Is it sharing time with the people that you love, right? Is that connecting you? Where are those deep connections being made? and how much time are you spending in them? So since we started um, since we created this room, and we have a beautiful space to sit in. Uh, last night, we sat outside. We've been sitting outside a lot at night. We're back out in nature. Now, we live in California, so it's a little bit easier. It was uh, probably in the high 50s, and we had a fire and blankets, and it was great, but less time on TV and let more time connecting, connecting together, connecting as a family. So are you spending time doing that, or are you are you on your social media feed all the time? You know, like when people are talking to you in your family, are you scrolling? We really try very hard not to do that in our house. Watch The Social Dilemma. You'll find out what all that social media is doing to you and how it is dumping your dopamine every day so that you cannot be a creator, so that you are distracted from creating and becoming the greatest life example you can become. Pay attention to your activities. Pay attention to what you're doing every day and are you spending any time in spirit? you know, our spirit is with us all the time. How often are you considering that? How often are you breathing and being present with the moment and really connecting with people, really looking in people's eyes, really, you know, deciding like, okay, today I'm going to be present. I'm going to be there with people. I'm going to be there with myself. Um, Spending time alone, I believe, is super important. And if you can't do that, I'd take a look at that and find out why that is, because it wasn't until I started really enjoying my alone time that I really became a really, really strong creator and strong, strongly connected to my spirit, because it is in those moments of presence, pure presence, where there is no stimuli, there is no distractions. It is just you within your very own being. And if you've not done this before, this guided meditation stuff, I highly recommend the M21 Revolution on Facebook. You can join the group. It's free to join. Uh, We have donation-based challenges that we run from time to time. We probably won't run another one until January, I don't think. Um, but there's a 21 day challenge right at the top with guided meditations every day. And there's videos and there's so much information about learning how to meditate. It is awesome. If you are interested in, um, my books, I have mindful manifestation secrets is our story of moving from California, Connecticut to California, how we manifested things along the way. There's some spiritual stuff in that one. And then Mindful Manifestation Secrets Daily Guide and Journal. If you want to find these, you got to go to Amazon and and search Golden Duffy books. They've kind of buried them on me. And if you do read them and can leave me a review, totally awesome. Let me know you did that. And I will send you a free guided meditation on self-love that I did that actually someone reported they actually found love after 17 years from doing well, they give me the credit. They can't give me the credit because they put themselves in zero state awareness with some beautiful energy behind it and intention behind it. And now they're in a relationship, which just makes me so happy. Um, I do have a little guide to meditating in my website. You can find that there if you want just one-on-one guidance. Okay, um, that's all my spiels. So in this spiritual human life experience. There's a couple things to consider. One is we are spiritual beings having a human experience, okay? We are meant to be human. So those human things that you do, maybe the bad habits, the drinking, the smoking pot, whatever, those are part of your human experience, right? So if you're beating yourself up for them, first of all, stop beating yourself up or stop doing them, right? Um, A habit is only a habit until you know it's a habit and then it's a choice. If um, you beat yourself up for being human or screwing up or being overly emotional, you're missing the point. We are here for the human experience. We are not here to sell all of our belongings and be spiritual unless we are called to that. We are here to express through life, to have desires, to fulfill desires, to be empowered by our ability to be that expression of all that is and to manifest and create along the way. That, I believe, is why we're here. And if you don't agree, that's totally cool. You got to go with what feels right to you and drive the energy. As long as that what feels right to you is driving what you want to happen keep going because you might know something I don't know, right? I always say, I don't know everything. My life is not perfect, but I'll tell you what, I'm on a trajectory of some really fantastic stuff. And I love, love, love sharing with all of you. That is my show for today. I love y'all. Peace out.